ho, ho, and Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, this is the special Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast Christmas edition. Yes, I'm so excited. Chris, you're here with me, of course. How are you doing today? How was your Christmas, man? My name is in Christmas, so <laughs> oh, okay. I'm pretty That's excited about it like that. That's where we're going with it's this. It's in the traditional spelling, but I'm doing well, bubs. Good day. Big okay. day. Okay. Uh, not, not so much in the wrestling world. Raw is very disappointing, aside from seeing the Woken Matt Hardy character tonight. Well, we we knew it wasn't going to be an exciting Raw just because it's Christmas. WWE historically never does anything out of the ordinary for these shows, and they're usually just throwaway shows. I guess to get the superstars, you know, you know, keep them keep them from hurting themselves for Christmas. I don't know. They're still away from their family, so what's it matter? Right. John Cena beat Elias. None of, neither of us like that. Ah. Uh, because WWE, as Elias says, is we walk with Elias. Ooh. Right. I love Elias. He's so good. And uh, as I left, uh, before I was watching it to come in here to start this up, I saw Enzo dressed up as some type of Santa Claus doing a, doing a gimmick tag match. I told th- – this is exactly what I said when you were like, yeah. I don't know if I want to – I said it's going to be filled with Christmas-themed gimmick matches. As it mostly is. Yes. So but, that's, Bubs. That's I, garbage. I want to talk a little bit about Christmas. Uh, I had quite the, the wrestling-themed Christmas uh, presents – from from the wife. Oh, what'd you get? Um, got a box of bootios. Uh, instead of cereal, there was a shirt inside, and I'm okay with that because it it fits nicely. Um, oh, you seem to also, be wearing it. That's nice. I, I'm definitely wearing it. I'm probably gonna wear it for a while. Like that's how that's how much I enjoy this shirt. I took off my Drew Brees jersey for this shirt. That's how much this shirt means to me. But. Bubs, that wasn't the only wrestling-themed gift I got. Uh, my wife got in touch with Mick Foley Oof. and got a signed book from the from the Mick himself. From the Mick. From uh, Mrs. Foley's baby boy himself. Oh, baby boy, Mick Foley, huh? So that was pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about that. My wife always comes through uh, with strong, stuff like right? that. Yes, she's very strong. She's over. She's pretty over. That's good. Uh, she goes into business for herself a lot, though, and the management's not a big fan of that. Yeah, uh, you can't be doing that. They'll kick you out. They'll make a job. you got to be careful with that. I did not have a, a I'll say, wrestling-themed Christmas, although it was a good one. I, I think I've gotten most of my wrestling-themed like attire and stuff throughout the year, so I didn't necessarily <laughs> did. need it this time around. But nonetheless, uh, a good day. This is You, you got some good stuff. Day. I saw that. You did. I sent you pictures, so I can't complain yeah. today. But this is a special episode we're doing because, uh, honestly, we're filling, filling a little bit of time because the next major thing is Wrestle Kingdom, and we're waiting until next week to do our actual pre-show and predictions for that. So right now is going to be our little uh, a wish list, if you will, for 2018. Yes. Would you say that's right? Yes, with it in, in the holiday spirit, with, with it being Christmas Day, we thought it would be a great idea to come up with a wish list. You know, what we want from Santa... For 2018, and so you know that's what we're bringing bringing to you today. Merry Christmas, everybody, and hopefully we can get some of our gifts throughout the year. And I was thinking about this earlier when I was making sure I had my selections down for this. This kind of sounds like something fucking what culture would do on a YouTube channel. 
I can just, I can hear it right now going, and the top five things we want from Santa Claus in 2018, and here they are. And then it's kind of bogus, right? So yes. we're trying to not be bogus because we're much better than that. So I have some pretty good things here, bubs. A little, oh, con- little controversy. What, what culture likes to kind of appease to whatever the popular opinion is? And that's something that's always kind of irked me the wrong way. It's like, okay, what will get people to like our videos just because yeah. it's popular? And we we don't do that. We're wrestling fans. We want to talk about fandom. We want to talk about what the fans want to talk about because we are fans. So this this is kind of this list is going to be what what we as fans want to see in 2018. Now, Bubs, I have five things here. I think you have five as well, or close mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. I really don't know what you will have, but I I can rest assured that we're going to be somewhat close on a couple of these because oh, I'm sure we, we always th- are. We think alike on a lot of this stuff. So uh, that's really what today's episode is going to be, because we have, we're have we filling a little bit of time because it's late in the year and nothing's really happening, except for Wrestle Kingdom, which will be fucking amazing. So we have to wait for that, though. It is. We have to bide our time. We have to be patient. And that's kind of what this episode will allow us to do. It's, it's going to allow us to have a little fun. You know, We're not going to criticize anything. We're not going to review anything. It's just going to be what we want. We want as fans. You know, it's what we want to see next year. That's all. So without really much further ado, I think we should kind of dive into this. We'll have, we move together. We have 10 things to go over, so there's going to be some yeah. conversation to each of these. So I want to go ahead and lead off, if you don't mind. Uh, of course, and we'll do like we always do on these kind of episodes. You give one, I'll give one, and we'll just go from there. Let's go. All right, so the number one thing that I want from professional wrestling in 2018. Wait, number one, like the most thing? No, or it's, just... I don't have these in priority order whatsoever okay, good. because most of good. these could be kind of shift around. But gotcha. leading off at least, I want to see The Miz deep into the title picture for more than half of the year next year. And when I say the title picture, I yes. mean the WWE Championship or the okay. Universal title for more than half of the year. He's supposed to come back in time to work the Rumble, and then we don't know what's going to happen after that. So after WrestleMania, I hope he can be deep into that title scene. If it's on Raw, I don't care. And through SummerSlam and to Survivor Series, whatever happens, because he deserves it. All right, so I love, love that choice. And I'll just make that my number one also. And I knew that's something that we were going to agree on. Um, And I... I love that idea. It's not going to happen, you know, at the Rumble, at Mania. It, let it happen towards the end of the year when when you don't have a lot going on. Make Miz to champ at, like, make him champ at before the SummerSlam. Okay. Or before Survivor Series, yes, and just have him be champ throughout the year. Uh, have, him, have him have a reign like AJ did. Uh, a couple years, not a couple years ago, last year. Last year's reign. Yeah. <laughs> Where he was champ for six months and went through the Rumble, and it was great. Yep. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and make that uh, my – shift that one to to one just so that way okay. we can talk about it a little bit. Hell, yeah. And, and The Miz deserves it. Let, let's be real. The Miz is someone – he's a workhorse. He's someone who's been consistent – uh, for the last few years, he's got the best character in wrestling at right now, and it, it makes sense. And the only reason that he's not the IC title champ right now is because he's finishing up his movie. It's the only reason he dropped the title to Roman Reigns. Otherwise, he'd still be having it through the Rumble and likely to WrestleMania. 
So he's he's held that title long enough to where he's brought it back up to a very high level. And between Roman and who I think will be Samoa Joe next as the IC uh, champions, he's put it back up on that level. So now let him go past that and do something a little bit more. I mean, the, the Miz has taken the IC title. And he, he's taken the IC title and he's made it to something. Yeah, that's that's some, some dickwad outside. Like, I have shitty neighbors. Ah, so. Yeah. Don't mind the sound. Uh, actually, just one, just one shitty neighbor. Uh, anyway, he's made the IC title something to where Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe are feuding over it. That's how big the IC title has become, and it's not because of anybody else other than the Miz. Imagine what he could do with the big belt. Do it. Imagine what he could do. He could make that title something special once again. Even if he holds it for a few months, those few months he can build up that title into something, you know, dare I say glorious or, or awesome. Mm. And, and uh, you can really start pushing some you – can, you can push a face to beat Miz. But at this point, I feel like the Miz is a face just the way the crowd has just really – Yeah, it, it doesn't matter what they, what they classify him as. He's just so good. His character character's so good. Named the number one wrestler by, I think it was, what magazine was that? Was that Rolling Stone? Something non, uh, non-wrestling related. I think it but either Rolling Stone or Sports Illustrated. I don't remember. I think but, it was. Yeah, so he's up there. He's, he's well known now. So let's do something with him, Bubs. Yes, I am in complete agreement. All right, Bubs, I'm going to go ahead and take the next one. Okay. And yeah. it's something that you know was coming. Uh, it's something that, yeah, I see the look on your face. Okay. It is exactly what you're thinking. In 2018, I want to see the return of, don't cover your face. I want to see the return of, yes, yes, the yes movement. Daniel Bryan to a wrestling ring as an in-ring competitor. The question I throw at you yes. is, does it have to be in a WWE ring for you to care? I would prefer to be in the WWE ring because at least I can know that he will be kind of protected. Safe, if you will. Yes, right. yeah. safe. Okay. I don't want him taking crazy bumps. I don't want him doing crazy, crazy aggressive things in the ring. I just want him to work a safe style that he can still get over and still put on good storytelling matches that sounded weird but just matches where there's there's a great story involved you know david versus goliath but but he's not having to do anything crazy to appease these rabid fans that are at these indie shows okay the only place he would legitimately wrestle ever in a ring again i think would be ring of honor just because he's done it before and because it's stateside and he could work a light schedule and it would benefit him He's not going to go to Japan, although they love him. But his lifestyle doesn't necessarily match up to that. He's got a kid now. You know, he's doing that whole thing. He's a little more chill than that. And he sure as hell he's not doing he's, that whole thing, that whole parenting <laughs> thing. We're doing that we whole are. thing. He, he's out there on the grind as well. So he's not going to impact TNA, Owl. No. He's not doing that. So I want it to be WWE as well. I don't think Ring of Honor is anything close to realistic. I just don't think yeah. this angle that they're doing with Shane makes me think that they're going to put him in the ring, but protect him against a guy like Shane. That makes yes. sense. That's not a wrestling match. I don't think for Daniel Bryan, 
if they protect him with a guy like well, Shane that's McMahon. Not, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about when I say okay. I want to see him as an I'm, in-ring I'm, competitor. I'm hoping that that is not a success story I for mean, I know that most likely about 80% of me says that this is leading to a match between him and Shane. Now, that match is most likely going to be kind of like a test match to see if he can withstand some things. You know, they'll try a couple things, see how his body reacts to it, and he's going to start slowly. This is more of like a two-year process, Bubs. He's going to start slowly picking up his schedule, picking up the pace, and then hopefully being able to he's I don't think he'll ever be able to wrestle at a style or a pace that he used to before he had to retire but okay. I think he can definitely I mean the difference between a comeback for him and a comeback for Shawn Michaels is that Shawn Michaels it was his back and yes you can hurt your back and never be able to walk again but he's Shawn Michaels was able to come back and still have the same kind of matches that he had. Better matches. You know, yeah, even better, yes. Because he had better talent also to work with. Absolutely. Uh, but Daniel Bryan, his issue is up here. His the issue's old, in the his... The noggin knocker. Yes. And as we've seen in the past, issues with the brain leads to some very scary, scary things. Yeah, CTE is And real. not just... Yes, and I'm not just talking about in wrestling. Look at... Look at all sports. CTE is something that is very real, very scary. You know, we've lost some amazing athletes because of it. Junior Seau. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, I, the list can go on. I just wanted to throw a name out there. Yeah. But that's what I'm scared of. So to, to what end? Let's think about this. You say this could be a two-year grind. Daniel Bryan's not that old, or he's not that young anymore. So... If, Still relatively young, relatively speaking, sure. But uh, yes. if let's say he's uh, cleared 100% healthy, he's never going to work a full time schedule again, right? He's never going to become no. a title holder again, right? Um, in, in the WWE, let's put him in that context. I mean, he's 36 years old. So if the, let's say this takes two years, he'll be 38. Mm-hmm. If he is able to work effectively. The crowd's not going to let him not hold a title. I think he'll he'll win a championship if he can get back to a pseudo full time schedule. Now he won't be working, you know, house shows or anything like that. Right. Just be like a strictly, you know, like old school WCW like contract where you're only working television. Okay, but he's not going to be working the Brock Lesnar type television once every six weeks in major pay per views. No. No, t- he'll he'll wrestle. He'll rest. It won't be periodic. It'll, it'll definitely be. It'll be a full time TV schedule. Okay, I think yes. It's just hard to imagine at this point because we haven't seen him do a lot anything of tag matches. Yeah, a lot of that. A lot of stuff where he can avoid contact. That makes sense. I just think it's super unrealistic for him to hold any type of title because the crowd is going to want him, and he's going to want himself to always defend those titles. They're going to want him in the ring, not just making appearances, not just cutting promos, not just being in a tag match, but not being tagged in ever except for a hot tag moment. So that needs to be fleshed out as well. But I understand you want him, Bubs. I'd like to see it as well. I want more than a a bump match with uh, Shane McMahon. So uh, we'll see where, where it goes, but it's a great thing to dream about. 
I'm going to take the reins real quick from you. Okay, not, go not, for it. Not the Roman reins, but the reins at least. Oh, oh, I mean, I'm sure he'll be on the list somewhere. This is something I adamantly want in 2018. I was very. This is the first thing I thought of. This first, the okay. most serious thing. I want Brock Lesnar to be done in the WWE as a competitor after WrestleMania. I no longer want to see him doing one-off appearances or major okay. pay-per-views. I don't want to see him do a special match at SummerSlam against Bobby Lashley if Bobby Lashley signs with the WWE. I don't want to see any of that. It's not that I hate Brock Lesnar. I think his matches are very drawing, and the dude is a draw, period. But it's time to move on from the, the type of contract and the type of character that he is. He's a dominant, he's a once-in-a-lifetime type dude, mm -hmm. but it's really time to get past that. His great matches are very few and far between now. If we can see him versus AJ one more time, sure. I, you'd bet your ass I'd sit there and watch it. And even him and Goldberg was fucking good. So, <laughs> it was so good. So... He's going to lose the title at WrestleMania. After that, I don't want to really, I don't want to see him doing the big four pay-per-views. I kind of just want him to go off that, and let other talent kind of take that spot from him. And let's get away from the use and the reliance, basically, of Brock Lesnar. Okay. Um, I can see where you're coming from with that. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. Counter me, though. Throw it back. Okay, but you have to you have to realize just how much of a draw Brock Lesnar is. You also have to realize just how over Brock Lesnar still is. When his music hits, the crowd pops every how, time. How much of that is Paul Heyman? I don't think it's much at all just because of the attraction that Brock Lesnar is. That they've made him into, yeah. Well, they, they yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. They made him into it. That Brock Lesnar is proof that WWE can still make someone a pop culture attraction. Yep. You know, make non-wrestling fans pay attention to wrestling, which is something that they're also doing with Braun Strowman. Which I'm going to get into my next one in lieu to kind of piggyback off of what you just said. Now, this is what, number three for me? Yep. My number three is if Brock Lesnar is going to get retired at WrestleMania, I want it to be Braun fucking Strowman. Should be Braun. Okay. And my wish isn't that Brock that Braun Strowman uh, ends Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. My wish is that they pull the trigger on Braun Strowman and they put the title. I don't care when it is. I don't care if it's at WrestleMania. I don't care if it's at the Rumble. In fact, I hope it's at the Rumble. You know, in that triple threat match, but I want for 2018, I want my man, my just cuddly bear, Braun Strowman. He's been be, on crush this year, Bubs. Oh, God. He's been so good. Yep. I want him to be the Universal Champion. So you Bar want. Him, that's what I want. You want him to hold that title in 2018 in some form, shape, or way? I want it to be as early as the Rumble. And I think. God. I think a triple threat's a great way. We say this every time. Every time. Every review. A triple threat format is the perfect way for him to do it, for them to take the title off of Brock. Yeah. And then you can have a one-on-one -on -one match with Braun and Brock at WrestleMania with Braun walking into WrestleMania as the champ. God, that's and impressive. I'm, I'm feeling with, aggressive, but you're, you're saying Braun will be defending the Universal yes. title at, at WrestleMania and winning. Okay, because because think of how much that like how big that makes Braun feel. 
you put Braun in the main event at WrestleMania as the champ. Yep. I with get, Brock Lesnar. Brock, I get what now you're listen, saying. It lo- I like Brock it. Brock Lesnar, you can use Brock Lesnar to be the guy who brings the attention. Like, you can, you can have Brock Lesnar as the guy to bring the fans in, but you have Braun as the champ. So people come in thinking, okay, this guy's a bad dude. If, one, he took the title off of Brock, and now he's facing Brock, defending it. Yeah. And then he beats Brock. Yeah. At WrestleMania, Braun's now the biggest star in all of wrestling. All of wrestling. That's pretty big Bar shit. Not. And I had a question, but you've kind of answered the I question can't. because the, the way I, the way I was going to say it. But who? I mean, if we're talking 2018, who yes. should be maybe the only person, or who will be the person that beats Brock Lesnar in the middle of the ring clean? One, two, three. Who's it going to be? Is is, Bra- it's is, Braun, be Braun. is Braun the only guy? Yes. If they put AJ Styles against them, both of them as non-champions mm. at WrestleMania, who wins? Brock. Okay. Yes. But if he faces um, Braun, Braun can beat him by power. One, two, three. Yes. Clean. Now, they, they booked Samoa Joe as someone who came really close, mm-hmm. but ultimately They've he gone far succumbed from that. to... Yeah. Ultimately, he succumbed to one F5. And he was done. So He's it shows the that most this is finishing move of all time. Yes. Other than the AA. Oh, everyone kicks out of it now. Stop. No, it's faded in time. No, not everyone. Let's be real. AJ kicks out of like four of them. It's just AJ. Well, AJ's so good. AJ kicks out of everything. Okay. Um, but he never kicks out of my heart. Anyway. Oof. <laughs> anyway. Okay, good, good angle there, Bubs. I like Braun. Braun's the only one who can beat him clean, middle of the ring. And I think it's the it's the right it's the right move. It's what's best for business. Okay, not bad. I like it. It's really aggressive. But you're right. If you were to defend the, the motherfucker at WrestleMania and then beat Brock, it would make the guy a megastar. And I think he could be. So we'll see where this goes. The Rumble's next month, Bob. So we'll be talking about it. Uh, I'm gonna move on from that though. We're gonna pump the brakes on the main card scene for a little bit. All right. But uh, moving on to my uh, worst book wrestler of 2017, and uh, hopefully. Waiting on a change for 2018, okay. and that's my man. Oh, that's, my, that's my boy Bray Wyatt. Yes. Okay. What I want to see in 2018 is a legitimate. He was a champ though in 2017. Bet money you forgot about it because everyone else did. You anyway, were there anyway. Oh God, I popped. So my wish though is that Bra. bra I can't Braun or Brock. Which one am I saying? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. These bras. I want my boy Bray Wyatt to have a legitimate singles title run of any caliber. In 2018, because any singles title, he was the worst booked wrestler in 2017, and he's much better than that. And I want to see a singles title run, legitimate, with him this year. How do you feel? How do you feel about it? I would love to see Bray be a singles champion. Yes, is he the worst booked of 2017? Um, I think it's close between him and someone else who should also get a title run. And this isn't one of my picks, but I'm gonna kind of throw it in with you is Rusev. Yeah, it's Rusev day to day in fact. Yes. And Rusev seemingly continues to find a way to get himself over, but he just can't the the WWE machine just cannot yeah. seem to get behind him and it's the same with Bray. Bray continues to, you know, give these stellar promos, but the one thing that Bray always lacks is that great in-ring match. Yep, doesn't have any. He, 
like go anywhere in the annals of WWE history and find me a great Bray Wyatt singles match. Now, when he when he when the Wyatt family and the Shield were at at their best, they yeah. were having some amazing matches. Um, some of the stuff he was doing with Daniel Bryan, some great matches. But love that angle. Other than that. They don't exist. Name me, yeah, name me one good brain match. Nope. That, they can't he, trust him. He needs to get better, and they that's it. They don't trust his, his in-ring work. That's why the title came went on his shoulder quickly to give him a rub and to take the title off of uh, John Cena. Mm-hmm. But uh, then it went quickly to Randy Orton in a terrible WrestleMania match. Yeah. So aside from that, see, if Rusev hadn't been injured for a lot of the year, he'd easily be more probably the worst book wrestler of 2017, but he had some injury time on the shelf. So okay, so you're blaming injuries, okay? Absolutely. So well, Bray didn't have any injuries. So didn't. what's the well? He, what's needs the... To, he needs to be better in the ring. I agree with you. I mean, other than meningitis, but so, that was... yeah, that went quickly though, and every, everybody yeah. caught it. So once he gets, once they get past this, uh, him versus Woken, broken Matt Hardy angle, which should Woken, last a little yeah. bit, should last a little bit, then I think. I'd like to see him do some mid-card stuff. It depends on who's holding that IC title after WrestleMania. If it is Samoa Joe, that could work. But, that would be good. Because yeah. I think Samoa Joe is so underrated on the mic. He is probably one of the top three promos in the in WWE right now. Oof. And he's, yes. he's flying under the radar in everything he does. Yes. And he's not young. He's 38. No, it's time you to know, do something. Now's the time. Yep, running out of time. Yeah. All right, so... I'm kind of going to shift gears here a bit and move away from the WWE. Ah, my next one is too. This is good. Oh, okay, great. Um, I want to see. I don't know how to word this, but it. I, I'm I'm going over to the land of the rising sun here. Okay, me too. Going to New Japan. Okay, and I want to see. Not only do I want to see Naito take the championship off of Okada. I want to see a few people other than Okada in kind of in that main event scene. Yes. Okay. Hear me out. I don't want, I do not want Okada to be anywhere else other than in the main event scene. Okay. But I think there are some guys down there that can absolutely kind of carry this company. And, And Okada has kind of been the champion by default they've needed him to be the champion because he is the kind of he is the workhorse he is the john cena of uh, new japan like when they needed someone the most they had tanahashi they had okada and okada's still young you can keep him out of the title picture for a year or so and it's not going to hurt him at all but naito's naito's not young He's older. He needs this right now, and he, I think, he should hold the title for at least eight months. Wow! In my yes, and I want to see see him go go up against some guys that maybe you know we we don't see often in the main event scene. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna put out my my fourth one because it's entirely about this. Okay, and we can talk in, tan- in tandem about this. I am on the complete polar opposite side of you. My number four okay. is that after Wrestle Kingdom 12, I have Nidal winning. We've both said this before. He's going to win at Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. As soon as possible, the fourth thing that I want in professional wrestling 
is for Kazuchika Okada to get that belt back around his waist, and here's why. <coughs> you wow. said it. You okay. said he's 30 years old, right? Yes. So there's an opportunity for New Japan to legitimately make him the single greatest professional wrestler by resume, by matchwork, by everything, if they allow him to get that title back as soon as possible and either continue another long-ass reign or multiple reigns if they want to take it back off of him later in the year. So I don't think that Naito has a long run with the belt really at all. Omega can get in there. I don't know if Tanahashi's going to lose the IC title yet. I'm still up in the air on that. But uh, I completely disagree with you. I think that Kazushiko Okada has the potential to be the greatest wrestler of all time and take over one of those Mount Rushmore spots, basically. And I want them... I think he's going to do that anyway. I know, but I want... The opportunity that they have, because he's so young, is to completely... They could surpass everybody by just putting it back on him and letting him run that entire scene and letting all of these other potentials challenge him for years to come. That's what I want. That's what I want to see. I mean, I, I agree with you. And... We both agree that Kazuchika Okada is going on the Mount Rushmore of at least Japanese wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but I want to see guys like, you know, give me Sonata, you know, you know, challenging for the title. Okay, he's right young. now. Right now? He's he's young. Okay. Give him, you know, give him at least not winning the title. No, that's. But I'm saying like, okay. give me someone like that in kind of the title scene. You know, have Okada kind of, you know, he's going to keep winning matches. Put him in matches with Michael Elgin and... and no, Elgin's yeah. not getting on pay-per-views for a while. But. Well, no, but I'm... But guys well, are like you that, kidding? Right? He's, yes. Um, and give me some of these younger guys to at least be able to, you know, kind of, kind of guys you could throw at Naito. Make Naito a strong champion, and, you know, he's going to continue this heel persona, and you have... Okada keep chasing him, chase him for, you know, eight months to a year. I, I want maybe, maybe have that rematch at Wrestle Kingdom. If this is a good enough match, right, which is, uh, which Naito is wins, be. you can build that for a whole nother year. Okay. I'd love to see the great, a great feud because I think this match is going to be legendary, really do. But I don't know. I think the opportunity, they shouldn't squander, they shouldn't miss a beat on a guy like Okada because he comes along so rarely and to be so young they should really continue to take advantage of it and easily make him the greatest thing ever because in five years and when me and you were ranking people who's who do you think is going to be the number one wrestler in the world it's going to be okada right oh yeah he he's already right 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 now he's number one in the world right yeah in five years he should be number one in the world 10 years he'll be 40 who else is 40 aj styles right yeah john cena right so Okada can be number one then. That's kind of what I want to see. I don't ever want him to really go away. Not that he will by not having a title on him. I just think that it's such a a rare opportunity for a guy like him. So that's what I want. It's aggressive booking, but I love it. Yeah, and, you know, I want, you know, one thing that New Japan is not afraid of doing is bringing in kind of guys for, you know, as non-full-timers. But they bring them in, they can book them in a way to where they still feel you know, important and still feel like they might be able to pull off a win here or there. You know, bring a Kota Ibushi in and have him, Great you know, challenge for the title. Have him in big matches because he is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He just doesn't care. Right. You don't, you don't need to put a title on Ibushi. No. 
And there's just so many just top, I guess, like talents in New Japan that, you know, let some of these guys have their moment in the sun, you know, have Naito beat them, have Naito beat them in ways that are sneaky, heelish, you know, just, so good. just typical dastardly ways. So that way when Okada is chasing again, the people, yeah, I love it. The people will get behind Okada. You don't want Okada to become like John Cena. Right. Hated, but loved at the same yes. time. Yeah. So you kind of want, you, you let, let Naito be the edge to, you know, Okada's John Cena. And I think it could build to something, you know, huge at the next Wrestle Kingdom. You had Okada wrestle Tanahashi for, it was like two or three Wrestle Kingdoms. And, you know, you have Tanahashi win. And then the story then is, can Okada beat Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom? You can have that same story. It's like, can Okada take the title? Will anyone be able to take the title off of this dastardly Naito? I'm so excited for Wrestle Kingdom. I know. It's going to be so good. Oh, God. we're so convinced that Naito is going to win, and if Okada hits him with a Rainmaker, and I hope he gets uh, out of a, of a Tombstone Rainmaker combo like Omega did twice. <laughs> Omega got hit with a jumping, spinning Tombstone, <laughs> oh. and that shit did nothing. Okay, so Ooh. we're down to our last one, Bubs. It is number five, and I've. I, I saved this one for last purposely because I think this is one that is not as likely, but then again, it could actually really happen because it came close to happening this last year. That's exactly what I just said about mine that I mm-hmm. knew it as my number five. So where are you going okay. here? I want the WWE <laughs> – you know exactly what I'm going to say. Saying? I want them to buy out – impact okay and and just just get the library i just want that library Library, and i want it on the wwe network i don't care if we get a new show if you continue impact on the network don't care because impact is really terrible nope just give me some of their people in their library i want ec3 and bobby lashley in the wwe and I want the library on the network so I can have old AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, when Kurt Angle could Samoa still go. Samoa Joe. Sting, Samoa Joe. Because I used to watch Samoa Joe back Daniels in the early too. 2000s. Ugh. Christopher Daniels, yes. Um, I just want that. And I want them to be able to talk about their past. Okay. So like and we- I think that's my biggest wish. And this is that was definitely my number one biggest wish of 2018. Okay. It's a really good wish, and I think that I can kind of agree with somewhat of the likelihood of it happening because we see over the last three weeks or so the movement of Vince McMahon. He sold off $100 million of shares of the WWE. He wants to start up the XFL. He's re, he's started a brand new entertainment company, Alpha Sports or Alpha something yeah. or another entertainment. So he's doing a lot of things, and TNA is not a competitor to him by any means. No. But the, the amount of network subscriptions would skyrocket if they if we had access to that library because there is some great shit that happened in old TNA Impact and there's some great characters and there's some shit that we'd all we would all love that would bring in a lot of different of, of buys from him and if he cares about network subscriptions that would make him a lot of money. That 2005 2006 TNA run was spectacular. 
It was the one time where TNA was thought of as a possible competition to WWE because what WWE, WWE was doing was, was trash. Oh, so bad. And yep. TNA caught lightning in a bottle, and then they promptly ate that lightning and, they and shit took it out. a giant, just nasty, disgusting turd. Big old poop on the ground. Yes, and that's why they're in the shape. That's why they're in the damn shape that they're in, as Hulk Hogan said at Bash at the Beach 2000. I wish that the TNA, whoever the hell runs, whoever owns the prominent rights to it, I wish that they would see the troubles that that company continues Ow. to go through. Yeah, the Anthem. Anthem, right? I wish they would just go ahead and take Vince's money. Yeah, you, take his you money. want He's his gonna, money. He will pay you a good amount of money. Y'all can live your lives. You're not going to ever be successful. You're not going to compete on the TV schedule or any type of pay-per-view schedule against him or against. You're getting Japan. like forty thousand viewers. And as soon That's as New it. Japan realizes how successful G1 was in the United States, that means more pay-per-views and more G1 shit is coming to America from yes. Japan. So you're going to just completely fall off the face of the earth within the next three years. So please take their money. Give us the library. I, give us the characters. I continue to forget. That TNA exists. That Impact exists. Me too, until I realized that C3 is there. And I'm like, oh, well, he'd be nice to have And Bobby here, Lashley. Lashley, Bobby would be, uh, Lashley turned himself into a stud. Come on Bob's. back, Lashley. Come on. And, oh, yeah. And he would be a champ right away, in my opinion. Uh, but the thing about it is that, yeah, there's no – it's no competition. It will never be competition. And But I – you look at all the top stars now. AJ Styles. TNA. Bobby Roode. TNA. Eric Young. Eric Young. Say it. There you go. TNA. Ooh. Say Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe. Yep. Yes. Uh, a lot of and, – and there's a lot of people that you didn't know spent a lot of time in TNA. R-Truth spent a lot of time. He was a heavyweight champion. A lot of people have signed a contract with them at one time or another, right? Well, yes, and you have now access to that. Austin Creed. Austin Creed. Oh, wow. I went into his Ooh, up, up, that, down, down. That, that's real Xavier, right Wood, <laughs> Xavier Woods. I'm wearing the shirt right now, Bubs. He was Consequences Creed. Oh, consequences and, right there. Yes. Uh, a lot of these guys spent time in TNA. Jay fucking Lethal. Oh, Jay Lethal. And that, oh, God, if you could give me Jay Lethal. The woo off between him and Rick. That's his. I watch it every That day. was so good. Yes. <laughs> But maybe uh, is that something though that WWE maybe doesn't want because it doesn't want to taint some of their exactly that, legends? That wouldn't be on any content, I think, for no. TNA because they uh, don't want Hulk Hogan. Flair wasn't he was on his doing. best. Bischoff no, wasn't on his best. Sting wasn't on his best. Jeff Hardy, sure as hell, wasn't on his best yes. at Victory Road. So no. I don't. I think a lot of that stuff is no very negative because their stars went there and they really made a fool out of themselves or were just poorly fucking booked, like. Yeah. Like Nash and Booker and yeah, like all those dudes, right? So that was, was cool. the, the New Age Outlaws were there, and yep. I mean everybody. DKM lot, was almost there. Everybody signed a damn contract at one time or another because because they had money to throw around, and it's, and they thought that they could stick it to the WWE, and yeah, they just work. can't do it. Yeah, so it'd be great. Everyone honestly, I love, around. I love that pick. I really want it to happen. That's probably the one thing I really want to happen is okay. get get rid of TNA. Give me the library. Give me some great triple threat AJ Styles, Daniel Samoa Joe matches, and let me so let good. me have, let me have the X division because the X division can compete. Yes. So when good. when they book the X division properly, because they they had some 
you know, bad years with the X division, but when it was booked properly, it was a thing of beauty. That's a good decision there, Bub. So we're uh, we're counting down here. I'm on my number five one. Yes. And uh, this is – so I thought this was going to be the one I wanted the most, but yours is actually the one I want the most. Okay. This is the one that I think is very unlikely to happen. Okay. But, th- but this is what I want to happen in 2018. I want the WWE specifically. I want them to do legitimate cross-promotional work with – other brands. And when I say other brands, I really mean New Japan. That's what I mean. Okay. I want the WWE to let guys go to Japan. I want Japan to come to WWE in one-off or two-off type series matches. Because what made me think of this was, of course, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Because I do not think it can be a one-off match at Wrestle Kingdom. I think something else... I also else... don't think that WWE has nothing to do with this. Right. I think there's a little backdoor action, whether yes. or not... See, Jericho's not under contract, but he's also under... He may be under some direction from Vince, right? And that'd oh, be yes. great. I'd fucking love it. But that's what I want. I want actual, publicized, legitimate, cross-promotional shit where we can see some stars from Japan come here. We can have dudes go from here to there and work actual pay-per-views, angles, fucking tournaments, title feuds. I want some of that. It's highly unrealistic and maybe a bit too soon, but I th- what made me think of that was a lot of Vince's moves lately with him selling off shares and trying to do a lot of extra shit. Why not try to get into the Japan scene? Because it's going to keep growing. Japan In five years, Japan will be even bigger. So Vince should kind of get in the good graces in a way right now. So maybe you know Vince, instead of trying to create this WWE juggernaut, he instead tries to create like a wrestling coalition. Like a- in the world. Yeah, exactly. You can turn the WWE into a sports entertainment just absolute juggernaut where you're bringing in star you, you have this working relationship with all these organizations. You are going to be you are the number 1 Ooh. without a doubt. And then you have you bring some of these other organizations, you bring their top guys to the WWE and kind of like what they did with ECW back in the mid 90s. You know, you bring those guys in yeah. and and one, you're you're giving them a tryout, and two, you're just you're doing some good old cross promotion, and it's help it helps everybody. What you just described, though, the way you said it, made me kind of pedal back a little bit because the way you said it makes it sound like territorial wrestling. I'm gonna get your best guy to come to mine. The Midwest is gonna yes. get this guy from over here, and you're gonna take my guy, and we're gonna yes. share a little bit of money. That was the that was so sure. good, and it worked right, but it never lasted because it couldn't have fucking lasted, and Vince took it over. So yeah. how how do we get 2018 2020 version of that in the professional wrestling world where I can actually see someone like Evil or someone like Okada on Evil on WWE programming on a network where I can search his name and he's going to pop up, right? That's kind of kind of what I want to see. If it's it's a one-off match, cool. Bet money it's going to draw. Okay? And if you can get people to subscribe to your network, if you're all about making money and making numbers, then do that because the New Japan world is going to tune in to see somebody like that take on Seth Rollins. Bet your ass, Mm -hmm. okay? So I think that's kind of what I want to see. I know it can never be full-time working relationships. That's not real. But uh, something. Give me something, Bubs. I like it. I like where your head's at. And I completely agree with one of the first things you said, that this is never going to happen. Yeah. And at least while Vincent K. McMahon is running the business, I don't think this is going to happen. Now, 
caveat to that, when Vincent Kennedy McMahon is no longer in charge, I feel like that's a very real possibility. Right. And I think that Shane, is something Shane would that, do that. Oh, Shane. Shane would do anything. I love Shane. Uh, and Shane has a great mind for business. He has a great mind for the business. Uh, Triple H, uh, Paul Levesque, he has a great mind for the business. He scouts the and, world for cruiserweights. Finds them all. And women. And just all around amazing pro wrestling. And, and he's able to to cultivate someone like the Velveteen Dream and create something. I know. To my dude. So, I know. Give me... Give me, give me Paul Levesque in charge of at least creative, and I think this company go starts trending upwards, and some of these things, I think, start happening. So, yeah, that's a great pick, Bubs. All right, Bubs, give me the, give me the one thing right now, on-the-spot question, 2018. Okay. What's the one thing that you guarantee, and it doesn't have to be something on your list, what is something okay. that will not happen in 2018? Will not happen? It's not going to happen. What's not happening in pro wrestling? That is a fantastic question. Um, I'll give you my answer so you can think about that. Yes, please. It's a bit unfair for me to throw it at you. Something that's not going to happen in 2018? John Cena is not winning number 17 in 2018. I don't think so either. That's a good one. Okay. That is really good. Um, He's going to break the record. It's not time yet. It's going to happen. Yep. Um, something I don't think is going to happen in 2018. I don't think the Undertaker is going to wrestle in 2018. So then he's done then. Ever. I think so. Okay. Damn. I get sad yeah. every time we talk about him now. I know. I want him to, I want him to have that really good send off match. Not just don't let just let a loss be a, like go off on your back. That's right. what you're supposed to do. And he left his gear in the ring, and I got emotional. Oh, it's God. perfect. It's the perfect why come back. And I hate – that's the one thing I hate most about pro wrestling is that, oh, man, I can't believe my favorite guy retired. He has to come back at least one more time. Like, no. When Edge retired, I I was sad because I knew, yes, he should retire, and he shouldn't come back. But you want Daniel Bryan back so bad. No, because it wasn't time. It's not time, huh? It's so unfair. God, stop it. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, I don't think Undertaker's coming back. as much. I know he's going to be on Raw, I think it's January 25th or something like that. Yeah, big episode. I don't think, though, that he he's going to wrestle again. Okay. And I would kind of be okay with that. I wish that they would use that. Roman Reigns angle a little bit more because it's really big to say you retired the Undertaker, so it's something that they should use for him. But he's the greatest. Yeah, when anyway, he turns so. though, like when yeah, he turns, when he turns, like if. that's that's when you use it. Is when Roman turns. Now these these are just some of these are the ten things you know five and five that me and Chris want to see in 2018. Kind of our Christmas wish list for the next year. What is your Christmas wish list in the world of pro wrestling. There's so many good things that are happening in 2018, early 2018, and you know we're super excited about it. And we want to hear what you wish for the 2018 wrestling year. Where can where can where can where they can where can they talk to us about this, Bubs? Oh man, 
like literally all over like yes like social the, media like the, the, like the, the tweets and the and the faces I'm a, I'm a tweeting machine. You'll find me there. Hit yes. us up there. You can find us on the Facebook as well. Send us a message. Yes. We will respond. Let us know what you think, though. Search us. We are Collar and Unsigned Wrestling on Facebook. We are at CAE Wrestling on Twitter. Talk to us. Send us tweets. We're, we're always talking and engaging with the fans. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. And boy, are we excited for the year 2018 to come. I can't wait. Chris can't wait. I bet you guys can't wait for 2018. We are the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. We love speaking with you guys. We love wrestling. And together, we can all make wrestling great again.